something no one else can. Oh my God. I need more power. This isn't for a trick, is it? There's a lot of things in our lives that can trap us. But these barriers only exist if we let them. Now we can do whatever we want if we just believe we're able to. Slight is a 2017 American film directed by J.D. Dillard, starring Jacob Lattimore and Dulé Hill. It's about a young street musician played by Lattimore who has special abilities as well as operates as a drug dealer on the side in order to take care of his younger sister and get out of the game. But, you know, shit happens when you're in the drug game and this is where our story picks up. So for the case of these films, I want to say that I will not be, you know, doing too in-depth reviews. I'm just going to make a case for why this film is an Afrofuturist film. And I'm going to talk about a little bit, a little bit about the plot because that's very important. I'm also going to talk about why it's an Afrofuturism film and why it is or it isn't. In this case, it's not considerate per the Afrofuturism post on Wikipedia where it only lists 50 films and this ain't on it. So let's get into this. So Slight takes place in an alternate Los Angeles setting and it follows Bo who had recently just lost his mother and lost his father before that. And it's just him and his younger sister. He is working as a street magician, magician, not musician, magician. And his tricks, you know, include levitation of objects and particularly cards. And it also plays into the trope of the slight, not trope, sorry, the technique of the sleight of hand technique, which is used by magicians. He is also, you know, this incredible young African-American kid who, you know, is just smart and wise beyond his means but because of circumstances he is stuck in a position where he has to do magic tricks on the street and sell drugs on the end now why i consider it an afrofuturism film and why i say it should be considered an afrofuturism film better yet is because it you know it implements two of the main themes of afrofuturism technology and blackness and the director jd dillard who is a black director he said to the i want to say the vulture or variety i think it was vulture and he said to the vulture that these stories are so relatable that you could you know swap out the race and the story would still make sense however it makes more specific sense because african-american men are left out of jobs in tech we're left out of jobs in any field you know, we're the first, we're the last hired and the first fired when it comes to, you know, just employment in general. And Bo, as a young black man, he has no real opportunities to do so. So he has, so black men like him are turned to hustle. That is an experience. That is the American experience of the African diaspora, which is a strong element needed 
to be considered an Afrofuturism film. And now the futurism part comes in is with his superhero abilities. Now the film got a lot of praise for this from a lot of critics of make managing to make a superhero origin story on such a tight budget. This this film was really like made on like shoestrings, I'm told. <clears throat> No, not to shade them because they did it they got it done and it's a perfect perfect project and Bo his powers I'm going to focus mainly in on Bo I'm not going to talk too much about anybody else uh I will have in the description a full the case for review written and ready for you guys to read as well as the review that are from my initial reaction from watching the film so Bo's abilities is he has, you know, this device in his arm that allows him to control magnetic fields around certain kinds of objects. I'm still, you know, I still don't get the card part about it, but he manages in the film, like you can, as well, you can see it in the trailer, so it's not really a spoiler. He uses his powers, you know, during the streets to show you know uh, a ring float around and in the film it heavily alludes to metal objects so at first when i was watching this film i was like so what is this trick is he telepathic is he this is, is he that so when i seen the film you know it gets into the tech part of more more so transhumanism with robots and people becoming one and whatnot he has a mechanical arm essentially it's an electromagnet that he has programmed in his arm and it runs off power runs off batteries and it reminds me a lot like in the film you see him a lot like tinkering with it in his little basement or whatever it reminds me a lot of tony stark and the iron man movies those scenes because tony stark has the chest thing i forgot what it was called i'm not really a big iron man fan but they have it in his chest well he has it in his arm which allows him to do it and here's the kick he created himself you have a genius black kid with superpowers. Tell me how is this not an Afrofuturism, if not a superhero story, right? <laughs> and, you know, it's very key to the element because his powers get him out of a lot of situations in the movie. While none of, like, it's no, like, real epic fight scenes and no, like, you know, crazy CGI tricks, a lot of it... A lot of the scenes are very practical and very realistic. The film garners a lot of comparison to Chronicle and Iron Man. And the Chronicle part is because you have this dope superhero movie, but, you know, it's not bright colors. It's not like aliens falling from the sky, shooting up everything. It's settled. It's in a nice tone. It's not a CGI clusterfuck. And, you know it's a decent movie now let's get into why it isn't a natural afrofuturism film and it's honestly one primary reason of why it's not an afrofuturism film and that's mainly because you know when a lot of people think of afrofuturism they think of heavy heavy african symbology heavy heavy futuristic symbology you know like black panther which you know there's nothing wrong with black panther we love black panther over here but that is just one facet of afrofuturism you can split afrofuturism up into different kind of mediums there are different kind of films you know i like i said before i classify films like horror movies um magic realism i classify all that in this trope in this genre because 
it's the other black and you know it doesn't necessarily take place in a alternate los angeles but it does take place in a los angeles that is not really the real los angeles because it's in the movie (laughs) and you know it showcases this kid well i think he's an adult movie but this kid who has these unique abilities that you know are uncommon in the real world the regular world so in my case i just want to say that it is an afrofuturism film it is (laughs) i don't care what you say i don't care what any hater says i believe it truly and specifically for the fact that it includes all of those elements of a key afrofuturism film yeah it may not be you know zulu warrior on a hoverboard but you get a black experience when it comes to dealing with drugs being a genius and having to you know turn to quote-unquote unconventional means to survive whereas this film also implements you know futurism and transhumanism and tech and you know things that you know ways that black people need to be represented in this in the marketplace in films even though i'm you know i side eye the drug dealer part when i first saw it but you know once the movie progressed it all made sense it it is the afrofuturism film and my personal rating for it is a seven out of ten t'challas let's do it let's do the afrofuturism award is t'challas it's seven out of ten t'challas actually better yet it's seven out of ten shuri's because shuri is a tech genius and shuri is a is the fucking best so we're going to do a seven out of ten shuri's i give it seven out of ten you can read the full you know i keep saying you know you can read the full uh, case for in the description below as well as the my initial reviews and thoughts and i'll be back after this Passion.